Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. So right before the weekend, the Biden administration decided to release its long-awaited methane fee, a key part of Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act. The proposal would impose a tax on companies for allowing methane leaks from their facilities over a certain threshold level, and it could cost the fossil fuel sector billions of dollars. As expected, the fee is facing significant pushback from the oil industry, which is threatening to work with Republican lawmakers to repeal it. So today we chat with Politico's Alex Guillen about Biden's new methane fee and the opposition. It's Tuesday, January 16th. So the rule lays out essentially what Congress ordered EPA to do in the Inflation Reduction Act. So for 2024, it will impose a fee of $900 per ton of methane that companies are releasing above the regulatory threshold in the rule that EPA finalized back in December. In 2025, that'll go up to $1,200. And then in 2026, and for every year beyond that, it'll be $1,500. So that's a pretty steep price for every ton of methane that's being released. And of course, methane is much more potent in the atmosphere as a greenhouse gas compared to carbon dioxide. So that's one reason that the Biden administration has made tackling methane emissions right now so important is it's it's very potent, but also shorter lived. So taking down methane emissions in the short term will, will lead to more time essentially to decarbonize other parts of the economy. Got it. And is the way EPA gone about you know, implementing the fee, is there anything surprising or did anything catch your eye about it? Or is it pretty much there wasn't a ton of flexibility anyway? No, there's nothing too surprising about this rule because Congress was unusually specific in this part of the Inflation Reduction Act. The law laid out how much EPA should be charging in what years. It laid out the exemption for facilities that are in compliance with EPA's methane rule. No, it's not particularly shocking in and of itself. That doesn't mean that people are necessarily in favor of it, but it does mean this is what Congress, with unusual detail, specified for EPA to do. Yeah, and I know Democratic proponents of the methane fee thought that it would complement methane regulations from EPA. We're seeing the oil industry, though, come out specifically against the fee and saying they're going to repeal it. We know the oil industry has somewhat been you know, okay with regulations, but this fee is really drawing their ire. So what's going on there? What are their concerns and, and how serious are people taking the threat to actually repeal the fee? Well, I think the primary reason the industry doesn't like the fee is that it's going to cost them billions of dollars. That's not probably too surprising to hear. Most people don't like being taxed. That's sort of what this is. The amount is, it's still a little unclear, EPA estimated over 10 years it would collect about $2.3 billion in total. The vast majority of that is in the first few years of the program before companies come into compliance with the methane emissions rule. After that, it drops down to a pretty negligible amount. But the industry, I think, has a different view on it. I think they're worried about the cost being even higher. In 2022, the Congressional Budget Office estimated EPA would collect $6.4 billion, which is a lot more than EPA said it would. And the CBO was only looking between 2026 and 2031. So they had a shorter time period than EPA was looking at. It's not really clear what the difference between those estimates are. EPA obviously spent a lot of time on theirs. They've been working on this for a while. But yeah, the short answer is this is a stick 
designed to incentivize the industry to quickly come into compliance with the methane emissions rule. And even if they support that goal, they don't want to be paying billions of dollars in the meantime until they get there. So yeah, I would definitely expect to see some sort of repeal effort um, if Republicans win control of Congress and the White House in the elections later this year in 2025. Right. And what's next for this proposed rule? What are you watching for as far as you know finalizing and the timeline for that? The rule will be open for public comment for 45 days once it's published in the Federal Register. And then it'll be finalized probably at some point later this year, given that it will start kicking in and payments will be start, start coming due in 2025. One other thing I would look at here that's sort of related but separate is that last year EPA proposed updates to its greenhouse gas reporting program, which is something that companies have to do to report their various greenhouse gas emissions to EPA. The Inflation Reduction Act included other language that said EPA needed to update it on methane in particular to take into account sources that weren't currently being counted. So certain types of equipment and parts of sectors of the oil and gas industry that were not being counted, they weren't required to report their emissions before. That rule was proposed last summer and will probably also be finalized this year. And of course, that's going to affect how much companies are paying because if they are reporting more methane emissions, that's going to equal more fees over the next few years. And EPA has said they don't want to either undercount or overcount what companies are producing and emitting. So that's why they're working to update that. Also, federal science agencies say that last year was the hottest sound record by a wide margin, but also said that this year could be even warmer. The findings Friday from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration and NASA align with recent observations from the European Union's Weather Data Agency. NOAA projects that this year has a 1 in 3 chance of beating last year's temperature mark, and it has a 99% chance it will rank among the top five hottest years ever. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch, and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Today's program support is provided by Chevron. Progress means producing renewable fuels for today's fleets. Chevron intends to grow their renewable fuels production capacity to 100,000 barrels per day by 2030. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash renewable fuels.